this week on the Bamcast. Fuck you, Tyler. What star? We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 276. Yeah, something like that. Right. Nintendo numbers and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And Mackie's back from the farm. He is. We rescued him from the farm. Yay. He's not dead anymore. Yeah. Wasn't ever dead. Or did I rescue you? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Oh, no. When there were, remember home. when there was only one <laughs> podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what we do each and every podcast is we go ahead and we, uh, we watch ourselves a uh, quote unquote bad movie. Come mm-hmm. here and talk about it for the first half. Yeah, we discuss it. You know, and then we, we rate them. That's mm. good bad movies, enjoyable yeah. bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yay! Those are good robot ones. jocks. That was an enjoyable experience. Uh huh. And the bad bad movies, as mm-hmm. in stay away, they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Yeah, those are not enjoyable. That movies. was um, that was a thing. Stinky. That was less than good. So um, that was like having a little literal douchebag sprayed in our eyes. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so was it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have. I have to agree. <laughs> I have virtually zero segue for this movie. Um, except hey, we did ski school last week, so <laughs> it's the segue back into our normalcy. It's a segue. Snowboard. <laughs> it's June, Chuck. Yeah. Oh God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> it's snoon. <laughs> Or no. <laughs> right. We did 1990s White Fury, which is probably not what you think it's about. <laughs> no. There were a lot of angry white people in it. Uh, there yes. may be uh, furious, yes. in fact. There, and maybe. the slopes were furious. Oh, they were also they, yeah. on the snow. They were very white as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. There was some peace. There was. Yes. Some furious <laughs> peace. <Peaced. laughs> the peace and the furious. Yeah. Um. So yeah, plot summary. That's what we usually do right here. Yeah, uh, that's what you usually. Yeah, do. I I will read one. You do it. A romantic weekend mm-hmm. at a remote mountain cabin becomes a deadly nightmare when sadistic criminals take frightened teenagers hostage. With sheer wit and raw courage, the prisoners <laughs> must survive the raging blizzard outside and race their captors to freedom. <laughs> wow, that makes it's this a, movie it, sound awesome. It's a, sheer it's a, wit. <laughs> The, the racially charged white fury. <laughs> uh, it's racy. It is. There's race. It's not racy at all. No. Uh, so, well, it does start with a a, a, yeah. a snowboard competition. It does. Oh, I, not does a race. It. The um, first act is a snowboard competition. <laughs> what is it? Ten minutes of snowboard? Yeah. Ten minutes of like four different stuntmen <laughs> doing snowboard stunts and then cutting back to the same... Like three second clip of the quote unquote audience watching, and then the same uh, another three second clip that is repeated um, of our hero Danny um, pretending <laughs> to snowboard with some like blue sky behind him. Yeah, and we should probably note like either you're watching the live stream right now right. or you're looking at the artwork on our post on the website. That is not the dude on. The poster at all? Nah, not even close. Well, it looks to what like, our dude looks like. It looks like vaguely here. like his face, but with no. like no. His, it no, looks like no. they cut his face it, out, yeah, a little and bit. pasted it on 
like an actual dude like rad <laughs> actual dude with a gun not with cool hair ginger snowboarder yeah <laughs> the hair yeah because this guy is like a super he's ginger he's ginger larrikat yeah <laughs> ginger larrikat yeah yep he's got a bit of a mullet going on mm-hmm. oh yeah i mean he's but yeah so but, snorbo- but that snowboarder. cover is 100 percent 1990 vhs cover yeah like you go into 16,000 movies and every cover looked like this yeah and every movie was not that at all once you watched it. But, but it's a David A. Pryor movie. Right. Which is so. why we're watching it right now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, right. Yes. Because yeah, Bamcast yes. alum, David A. Pryor. Just, I'm sorry. We should have led with that. Yeah. yeah. We didn't just randomly pick this movie. Yeah. We I were mean, like, there's oh, a reason I don't here. know. Snowboarding movie. Yeah. But yeah. with guns and. I don't know. Yeah. Robert Lowe. So, so <laughs> is, is this his fourth appearance? Drink uh, we got, uh, we got Deadly Prey. Yep. Uh-huh. We got um, Killer Workout. Yep. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes. We got Invasion Force. Yep. And this one. And this one. Four. White Fury. White Fury. Also some Invasion Force alums in this one. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Doug. (laughs) Doug. uh, One of our favorite characters from Invasion Force (laughs) is a bounty hunter in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Doug the bounty hunter. Yeah. (laughs) And apparently our snowboarding guy was a character named Joey, who I think is the dude who got blown up in the truck. Oh, really? I think. But so he like, didn't have red hair in that one. So, so like I'm after not Invasion positive. USA, did they just drive up to the mountains and just be force. like, "Hey, whoever's Invasion force"? Oh, right. Okay, sorry. After Invasion Force, did they just drive up to the mountains? Just like whoever's left, let's do this other thing. We sure. got they probably just twelve dollars and some found some location mm-hmm. and they just stayed there year round. It was like, oh, the snow's coming. Make another movie. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, know that was Louisiana. That was no way they were snowing there. Oh, what yeah. like straight out of Louisiana, it, uh, Mobile, Alabama. Oh, Mobile, that's right. Yeah, there's <laughs> so, no snow yeah, there. No, but I mean this. It definitely looks like North Carolina winter yeah. type place. All the license plates say Colorado, though. So Really? Yeah. Well, maybe it is. That's where the snow is. Filmed in Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, there we go. There it is. Lovely Boulder. So they did. They, went cro- they packed up and went cross country. Good for them. In their snowmobiles. Yeah. We're going cross country with some snowmobiles. Yeah. I would have rather oh, yeah. watched that movie. What, just a road trip of all these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to watch the Wacky Adventures that, of the David A. Pryor mm, film crew. Would that be Smoky Mountains and the Bandit? Yes. All right. So you just want, like, another Inception pullback? And yes, it's just... ex- exactly. I want to watch all of these movies being made, the movie. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. With some, like, screaming banjo when they're driving across. So. Sounds good. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, no, it does start with 10 minutes of snowboarding. <laughs> it starts with a lot of snowboarding. Yeah. And not uh, just a lot of snowboarding, but like repeated snowboarding, mm-hmm. which Ryu shots. By the way, ends with the same <laughs> snowboarding. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just go ahead and say that right now. Well, it it went on for so long. I eventually asked. I said, "Chuck, is this the entire movie, or do they actually do something eventually?" Oh, and I said, "Yes." Yeah, and eventually <laughs> they did. Yes, something else happened. Yeah. Well, they, I, I know they cut s- to a snack bar. I know some people I, like it must immediately pick up. That's a Ryu shot kind of thing, like on first viewing kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not generally that guy, but when the sh- the reaction shot from his girlfriend, mm-hmm. it's the same shot no less than four or five times. Oh yeah, and yeah. the same crowd shot. Yeah. yeah. So it's there's a there's a a close close up of her face right. reacting and then there's a little pullback of the crowd and they reuse those two shots like there's like 30 seconds of snowboarding which is three shots that are the exact same almost and then one of those reaction shots from the crowd and then 30 seconds of snowboarding and then the girlfriend reaction shot and then 30 seconds of snowboarding and then the crowd shot and then right after that the girlfriend shot and then 30 seconds of snowboarding and yep <clears throat> 
Yeah. yeah. It's like my first movie. I think, I mean, this movie is short, so they probably filmed like the actual movie and they were like, holy God, we don't have yeah. enough to sell this, this to. 42 a- minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so pad this out with 25 minutes of snowboarding, please. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It, I don't know. He mm-hmm. wins. We don't care. Um, sure. He there, a, there's, is he competing again? He, he, there's another guy. Okay. I don't know. There's another he's dude. A, he's in a contest and he wins it. He gets a shitty little trophy. It's and they weird celebrate. though that it's a course that it it's going straight downhill forever, but the crowd is still like yeah woo every time he does something. But they're, he's they're miles away. Yeah, and it doesn't look like they're like at the bottom of the mountain in like you know like every other ski competition no. movie where it'd be like oh let's watch him come down the hills. No, they just right back at the top of the hill, just like woo. I mean, good job. We've talked about film geography and action geography. This movie has zero. Yeah, I mean, you, the snow's you, not even the same you color. You have no idea shot. where they are or where the crowd is, or it doesn't matter. Yeah, all it does matter is this bullshit competition is over, and eventually they're um, they meet up. I think in the ski lodge, and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, basically just like, hey, I guess we have to introduce our characters, and it's all badly done dialogue where you've got um, Danny, the snowboarding awesome guy, um, uh, what was the other dude's name? I don't know, Chet something stud greg greg yeah greg greg the stud boy yeah and then there's um christine and leslie Mm -hmm. christine is danny's girlfriend leslie is the uh, materialistic bimbo that uh greg or whatever is dating kind of picked her up like kind of yeah you're pretty and i guess you like yeah they don't seem to have any history it's just like like, like, hey i just met this girl and like he's like oh yeah you know yeah she mentions how her credit card was maxed out so he covered whatever she was buying at the time yes. right the lovely neon the... outfit and white mm-hmm. jacket right. that yeah. is the opposite outfit that you need at a ski lodge yeah and don't but touch it's a... don't touch my hair that's <laughs> pretty thing. required right. outfit yes. in the 90s I, yeah yeah but yeah um so they're like yeah we're going on a trip hooray pack your bags let's go and and he's not really clear about where they're going no but they just kind of end up in a van right or something or well, eventually Some he's like, of... oh, we're going to get the snowmobiles. And the girl's like, what? Well, they're driving down the road at that point. They're like, yeah. they're already into yeah. it. And they do the like, you know, time has passed. And um, <laughs> what's your face? Leslie wakes up and is like, are we there yet? And he's like, well, no, we begin phase two of our fantastic adventures. We got to get snowboard or snowmobiles. And he's, she's like, what? This is bullshit. What? What have I got myself into? Ah. So, yeah, so they, they go snowmobiling out into the middle of nowhere to this cabin, which begs the question of why would somebody build this i mean it's a pretty big cabin out in the middle of fucking nowhere like mm-hmm. yeah. bear bear country they have those things everywhere do they yeah okay. someone finds a piece of land and just put a cabin on it you want to get off the grid man. right sure yep but they, they had electricity and stuff too so. well you need some grid <laughs> okay you just don't need like mail well all right <laughs> yeah. all right i mean well, i'm gonna jump around on the plot a little bit it doesn't really matter oh, there's a right. generator in the basement they yeah. but all right no they have electricity so they're that much on the grid and then mm-hmm. but if they're going out in the middle of nowhere they get visited by a ranger a little bit later in the movie who informs them that they're in an avalanche zone yep. so this just seems all around like a terrible place to build a cabin no it's fine it's any fine. mountain with snow on it is an avalanche zone Yes and no. Totally. It's, trust me. No. Yep. No. <laughs> it's so bad that he warns so them bad. not to, like, be loud. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's like, no loud noises, you or guys. Or gunfire. Yeah. Like, right. You don't have any guns, do you? <laughs> so you shouldn't, like. This is like the. All right. I will agree with you. You should not have a cabin in a place where the avalanche 
threat is so bad that you could, you know, you could maybe accidentally eat a microwave bean burrito and not agree with you, and there would be an avalanche. There was no avalanche threat. That guy was just lonely. Are you he sure? Needed, he needed he, something to do, so he, does he was just going really around. He said they were sending a bunch of rangers out yeah. to the entire area. He's the only no. ranger. No. He's, he's full. He was just like, hey, guys, he was, can I come in? Actually, he was going to be the murderer, but he saw there were already murderers yeah. oh, there. He was like, oh, well, he wasn't a real ranger, because the flag was on backwards on his... And right. That was obviously... All a, the rangers had messed up jackets. No, every flag that's on it always should I know, be I know. stripes pointing backwards. I they didn't yeah, you that. are correct. Yeah, yeah, the star field should be forward. Yes, yeah. I did not even notice that. I'm yeah. usually a stickler for that. Anyway, we got ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we got the, way ahead of ourselves. The ranger scene <laughs> comes later yeah. because. Anyway, they. Yeah, hey, they, they're murderers. They show up movie. at the cabin and it's like, you know, let's split up and have the sex mm-hmm. and, you know, make some fires and some fires in the bed. <laughs> I don't make know. Make some fires and light the tires. <laughs> Something like that. Woo! Make some tires and light the yeah. tires. And then, yeah. like, Kick somewhere some somewhere along the way, we were introduced to our bad guys who are in the process of robbing a bank. It was when they were, the our four heroes were driving down the road. Yes. They passed by this strip mall that has right. a bank in it, and the camera stops on them. Now, the bad guys, which is Tyler and uh, Marv? Marv. Marcus? Marcus? Marcus and Marv, the driver. Yeah, that's right. Marv is the driver. Um, so like they bust into this bank, they rob the place. Guy tries to give him the dye pack, and he catches it, and is like, well, "Oh, you, yep, you know." And so <laughs> they get all the money. <laughs> that is the, yeah. the standard response to dye pack. Yeah. That's is, just how they. Oh, you, oh, you. I've seen bank robbery movies, you guys. But um, like they line basically line everyone up, and they're like, "All right, you know, we're we're leaving now." And they all get to the door, and they've basically gotten away. Like nothing's happened. And mm-hmm. then they just gun down the entire place. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Well, so, they just all stand there. Like 30 people. Yeah. Well, yeah. later on, they say it was eight. Uh, eight was the previous bank robbery. Yeah. Oh, this one was like 20 okay. people. Yeah. 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 There, there were a, a lot of people waiting. Like, I thought it, he it, said 30 people total. Okay. So it, either way, yeah. Lifetime. He's there a was a dude. number. Lifetime Achievement Award. Yes. There's a number yeah. between eight unlocked. and 30. <laughs> yes. That, 30 there people, people killed that bank many. I I think it was 19. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it's a good number. Sure. Yeah. It's, so it's a good. Yes. He good murders number. 19 people, the tellers, the customers, everybody. Yeah. Just open. They just unload. I'd also like to point that that Tyler, our, our ringleader, the entire bank robbery is holding like an M16, but he's holding it by like the, the, the barrel. Yeah. And he's just threatening people like you. <laughs> it's like he's just I'm like yeah, he's holding it, it like yeah. just forward to the magazine, just kind of like under his arm, like da, 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 just carrying my rifle to my bank robbery. Yeah. He's walking at a good clip. Yes, yeah. he's walking at a good magazine. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying, like <laughs> it's just I, I don't know. I, I mean, we've seen other David Pryor movies, and it's like suddenly now all of a sudden he forgot how to make movie altogether. This one is very cheap. Like, like, I don't just get from it. the opening credits that look like 80s porn titles mm. on some sort of video generator. I'm just saying, like, like oh, yeah. man. he seems to be a like specialized in stunts and like even that shit. Like the attention to detail was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? That's not how you hold a gun. Yeah, like wh- why would you rob a bank like holding the barrel of a gun? Going well, like you all the guns that were in Invasion Force, and you know all the people on set who were like the military people who were like holding guns properly. Like no one in this movie. Has oh. any gun knowledge whatsoever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, so yes, they they murder the nineteen or so people in the bank, give or take, and yes, <laughs> and leave, and they've got the money, and now they go. I don't know the order, but they go to a hotel room and are talking about what they're going to do with the money, how they have to lie low for a while. Mm-hmm. 
and and uh Marv starts talking about like I don't know before Marv? we go somewhere I think I'm thinking Mexico and Tyler gets in I his face he's like oh yeah like well Tyler's like we're going to Paris yeah mm-hmm. and the other guy's like I love French whores and he's like yeah damn right you do and then that's Marv, when Marv's Marv like, like I, I was thinking know. just going off on my own to maybe Mexico? going to Mexico and he just like, closes oh, yeah. his eyes and he's just like. Mexico, yeah. it's yeah. gonna be neat. Mexican you know? <laughs> and 150 proof tequila, big asses, <laughs> Cabo and stuff. And he just sneaks up behind him, is like rubbing his hair and stuff. He's like, yeah, all yeah. these things. And also, let me reach in my boot and get a knife and ah, in the back. Yeah. And his, bro- <laughs> I, I think, I think Marcus is supposed to be his brother. Okay. Because he, I, he calls him brother or something at one point. It may have just been like, brother. you know, yeah, that kind of may <laughs> yeah. have been that, a Hogan style brother. That kind of seems like the only reason that. You have an idiot on your crew. Right. <laughs> well, and and that Marcus is not dead. Right. right? Yeah. Because it's established pretty quickly that Tyler is just complete sociopath. Sure. Yes. But like, he's Gleeful just like. Gleeful sociopath. I mean, Marcus, Marcus is like, oh, I guess we'll split it to split it two ways now. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, you. <laughs> he, he's he, This is not the first time he's seen Tyler no. do this. No. Like, he's oh, like, oh, really? Uh, again? Yeah. 20. <laughs> I didn't mind that guy. That guy was all right. Yeah. He drove the car. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. You stabbed Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. So, yeah, he's like, uh, well, now we split the money ourselves. And- yeah. Two ways. And they, they disappear off the, off the movie for a little while. And mm-hmm. like I said, this is, I think, when we see them, like, get to the cabin. Do yeah, the sex and, and they have the they have the cops like investigating that. Yeah, the, the the cops show up at the bank. Yes, and and there's the whole standard, you know, like two cops discussing it on the scene yeah. while there's guys in the background doing whatever, yeah, just yeah. like that that kind of glib, like oh, we've seen this shit before. Yeah, yeah. In this mountain town of nothing, twenty mm-hmm. people murdered in a bank. Oh yeah, this happens all the time. And then so bounty hunter guy wanders into the scene. Doug, <laughs> Doug from Doug. Invasion Force. Who's just Doug. like, uh, you want to trade information there, fellas? And they're like, like no, no. Who the hell are you? Why would we tell you anything? <laughs> Doesn't he walk into the station first? No, that's no, no. all. Is, in it, the, is it directly into the bank? You might have thought yeah. it was the station at first. We don't find out really until the end of the shot, which is yeah. He's like, well, he's, he's like, well, I got a name. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, right. And he's like, well, if you don't want to find him, I got a name. And they're like, all right, fine, give us a name, and he does. It's. Tyler, so and so, whatever, and they mm-hmm. say, "So, what does that mean to us?" And it's like, "Well, let me give you his whole." Yeah, he, he escaped know, from prisons, killed escaped, thirty people, done a bank robbery like this before, killed yeah. all the people there, went bad, only got like seven grand there. Yeah. Da, da, da. Now, I mean, keep in mind, all three of them are sort of trading barbs back and forth, just like, "Yeah, well, yeah, you know, blah." Well, jerky, come on, you know, go over there and do this, and like one guy who's kind of the lackey wanders off and comes back, and he's just like, you know. Chief, they they you know, they need you over the hotel, and he's like, ah, fucking send Ellis and Dickhead over there and have them do it. And he's like, mm-hmm. but they found you know bills from the hotel from the bank here. It's like, we'll go at once. And as they walk out, you realize they were standing in the bank, and there's still twenty dead people there. Yeah, not even covered. No, nothing. Just. Dead bodies everywhere. No one attending to anything. Just cops just like, well, all right, let's go to that hotel. (laughs) Just like, no CSI people. No, (laughs) no one from the morgue. Nothing. Just dead people everywhere. Not even like paramedics. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe someone just got it in the Mm -hmm. shoulder. (laughs) No one's attending to anyone. They're all absolutely dead. dead and nobody cares. Oh man, it was yeah. <laughs> that was probably my favorite bit of just like what? The yeah, fuck? That, that whole. Thing. Wait a second. Yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah, and then they go to the hotel, and they're like, they almost don't even notice the dead guy on the floor yeah. that Tyler's just killed. Yeah. Marv. They kind of step over him. Yeah, they're like, huh, well. well the, the two cops are immediately walk through the room and are having a silent conversation with one another, while Bounty Hunter guys, like, reaches into the, the trash, pulls out a piece of paper and goes, hmm. And then they're like, okay, buddy, tell us what you, and then he's gone. He somehow snuck out of this mm-hmm. eight by eight room while they were not talking. Yeah. <laughs> and what did like, he pick up out of the trash? I, I'm re- guessing it was a receipt for the snowmobiles. Yeah. Because the I next suppose. place he goes is the snowmobile shop. But yeah, so that's it for the cops. We never see the cops again. They're just like, well, okay, I guess that guy knows what he's doing. See ya. Um, but yeah, so then it's the kids in the cabin and they're just doing kind of. I don't. I they start playing charades. Yeah, because there's sort of been sexy time, but well, then like the stuck up girl is just like he's had his quota. We're not doing anything more. Well, yeah. don't ser- touch my hair. Seriously, Danny, like the girl, like the girl hops on his lap in the bedroom and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, you're ready already?" And he's like, "Yeah, check this out." And he shows her a gun, <laughs> and then she's like, "What the fuck do you have a gun for?" Yeah, like like, like it's like. Why don't you do the sexy time and then show the gun? Yeah, really. Organize I the, this. I got the feeling they just finished the sexy time because he was like, they were. Oh, that's right. Because he, he put on, on their his sweaters. Yeah. T- turtleneck. Okay, and she put that's on right. Okay. So, okay. So he did follow correct procedure. He did. Protocol yeah. was yes. followed. Yeah. You yeah. Drop the, drop the gun thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right after that. And she's like, what are you doing with the gun? He's like, well, there might be like bears out there and stuff. So mm-hmm. we need protection. Yeah. Big black bears out there. Yeah. So. Here's a gun. I'm going to put it over here. First, I'm going to wave it around a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Not just wave it around. Use like, it like point a it pointer. <laughs> so you yeah. are going to I mean, like, see really this gun. Bad gun yeah. safety going on here. And she's just like, oh, I have a gun. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Bears and stuff. So they walk out and, you know, dude and what's her face are making out. And they're just immediately like, <clears throat> the bedroom's available if you want to go in there. And she's like, nah, he's no, gotten all he's, he's received get. his quota for yeah. the day. And he's just like, whoa, whoa. Let's like, play charades. Yeah. Oh, charades. yeah. It's the best game when you're locked in a... Oh, <laughs> oh man. <sighs> I just realized we never knew what clue she was doing. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. No, I will won't. never know. Well, yeah. The first clue is deliverance. Right. Yeah. Which, I guess they're doing movies. Sure. Um, but sure. it just... That doesn't bode well for the rest well, of the Well, they don't play, the they don't play sh- uh, charade rules because they've just got a... a bowl or whatever clues but like they don't do the i mean they must be doing all movies because they're not doing sounds like or anything but by the end like she does this whole thing of like oh like postman of the door and it's deliverance kind of thing yeah and then yes um i don't know whatever we're calling leslie leslie she gets up and is like just starts to kind of like do sexy dance striptease thing kind of she's like pulling her shirt down like showing her cleavage and then like starts to take her pants off and and the guys are just like Boobs, pants off. I, <laughs> yep. I don't know. Uh, Take your top off. Sure I don't know. Thing. I don't. <laughs> movies. Booby. Booby movie. Which I'm sorry, but if you want to do a scene like this realistically, yes, them stammering over each other is realistic, but they don't need to actually try to guess the thing because you want her to keep going. And mm-hmm. the guy keeping time, who actually calls time on her and makes her stop stripping. What in the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> You could just pretend that he, she could go forever and let her keep acting this out, but he's mm. just like, buzz time, nah. <laughs> it's like, no. dude. 
You're teenagers. Yeah, and they go, <laughs> well, what was Te- it? Teenagers, and, in yeah, air quotes. Right, yeah, sure, yeah. But still, if you're teenagers, mm. you're thinking about food and sex. Those are the two things you think about as a teenager. I guess no, I'll flip the order. I mean, but yes, I agree. But yeah, you. nothing else. Well, if he had just had the sex five minutes before, he's in that period of time where it's just like, eh, uh, uh, yeah. just whatever. Stop taking off your clothes, lady. But he was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he was like, your top, take it off. Chuck, your forget it. I know it's been a while since teenage years, but no, that is not, that is, no, that was not the case back then. Oh, well, that's now. Now it's like, uh, I just remember time. we would stop and go to the <laughs> say sandwich time, yes. go to the soda fountain for a right. malted and then, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You son of a bitch. <laughs> just go join the other three yeah. guys or your quartet. Uh-huh. After that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talk to the soda jerk. Yes. Oh, yeah. For you. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Soda jerk face. <laughs> Anyway, but this is the point. Like she, she does this whole thing. They call time, and they go, and they go. What was it? And like literally on cue, that's when the the bad guys come bursting through the door. Yeah, and 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 Danny's just somehow. I don't know. He's wearing a stupid pink sweater, but he manages to like ninja his way to the back <laughs> back room. They don't see him. Yeah, because he's just like, oh, someone's coming to the door. Yeah, and he's gone. So they're like, Danny yeah. Vanished. What are you two? Now this is what I don't understand. They, they were, looked through they the were window. They looked through the window and they watching her do this. That, yeah. yeah, sure. Watching her do this dance. I guess they were just you know transfixed, transfixed on her, by her. too busy looking at this sexy dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're just like, so you two ladies, uh, we came here to rescue you from from this dork <laughs> or something like that. And like we're here. To, yeah, we have guns and stuff, but we're here to rescue you. And yeah. it's like the weirdest. We're your saviors. It's the weirdest, most docile like. Hostage takeover thing I've ever seen because they all just well, kind of like, get sauntered in with guns. They, I mean, it's <laughs> super casual though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're just like, what? <laughs> we're playing charades. Why don't you guys just get out of here? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're gonna be here for a while. I'm like, oh, God. how long? Fine. I have to go to the bathroom. God. <laughs> <laughs> and so while all their sort of grumbling is going on, while Tyler is threatening them all kind of comically uh you keep seeing what's his face it's like kind of ninjing or ninjing Ninja. around around the house like he was outside at some point because well, he comes back yeah, in because through they, the window because he sent um his henchman uh marcus to go check the house yeah and so like he ducked out a window or out the back door or something right. and mm-hmm. it's like they have a shot of him out in the snow like with just a stupid sweater i'll go <laughs> right because then he sneaks back in and we see him in the bathroom and then cut back to more bullshit in the living room yeah. or whatever. Well, we watch him sneak in through the bathroom window. Right. And then, then like, yeah, the, the more shit. And then he just he, jumps down from the yeah. <laughs> the ceiling of the same room. Like, like he's, he was he's, somewhere else. Like he's been John Clotting up there the entire time or something. <laughs> just like, yeah. what the hell were you doing up there? Why'd you even go up there? There's been nobody back here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So he's just sneaking all through the house. And, and the one the one dude, the simple guy, has gone to take a nap. Is he simple? I don't know. He's yeah. He's kind of right. simple. He's he's as we okay. <laughs> he's Pete Townsend. He's Pete Townsend. And Andy Kaufman. I don't know. Yeah. somewhere around there. But he goes to take a nap, and this movie hits you over the head with the passage of time by just thrusting shots of the cabin at you, like literally, just like just cabin, 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 and then it's like mm-hmm. okay, I guess time has passed because uh, Tyler and the kind of slutty chick is like you know. I, I don't she approaches him and she's like, you know, this guy's you're right. He is a dork. And <laughs> you guys said you had money. So I like money. I, I like you. Yeah. I thought that 
I honestly thought that she was going to be doing like the a ruse. Uh, yeah, the ruse. Yeah, the, <laughs> I thought she was setting him up. Nope, but nope. She's just um, a terrible person. Yeah, she's just a a girl of low moral character. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, well, you say you have a lot of money. I, I like, like money. I like a lot of money. Yeah, so we says I'm a Rolls Royce, not a Honda. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we go back in the bedroom and bone? Let me get on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, but what happens is he he's like, all right, well, let's see about this. And he kisses her. Oh, holy God. And For it's like, like 25 minutes. <laughs> but he does like the like, you know, the, the whole like unhinging his jaw to yes. eat the sub kiss because yeah. he's like. And yeah, just like sucking out her soul. Yeah. Yeah. He has like <laughs> covered her entire face. Yeah. And the best part, which they do nothing with, is that he immediately just grabs a handful of her hair. Now, she has at least five times told What's-His-Face, don't mm. ever touch my hair. And she makes no complaints at this point. And well, they, this guy has a gun. Well, I, yeah. But the other dude who's just sitting there stewing is, I wanted him to just say, you know, hey. <laughs> Why are you touching her hair? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Or how come he gets to touch her don't, hair? Don't touch, don't touch her hair. Oh. <laughs> but he's just sitting there just like, meh. <laughs> So they go yeah, off into the bedroom. Greg. Yeah, poor Greg. They go off into the bedroom. Simple guy comes back out, and uh, well, he doesn't come back out. Like, oh, they Tyler throw him, kicks out. him out. He's yeah. like, "Get the fuck up! <laughs> yeah. Get out! Here's your shoes. Get the fuck out of this bed." <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, what?" He's like, "It's your shift." He's <laughs> like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah." So they start having the sex, and then it cuts back out to guy watching the 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 two people left on the couch mm-hmm. and he's just like I bet you don't make noises like that like they're making huh <laughs> and yeah and it does he sound like well at least somebody's having fun around here yeah <laughs> and greg's just like son of a bitch right and like the sex is immediately over and well yeah and the, <laughs> the girl is just like she's just a whore she's not worth dying over yeah and uh what's his face then ninjas in through the window again of this room because he had gotten the the no he didn't get the gun no he no he what gets in and like jumps in behind him while he's putting on his clothes right, and takes, takes the gun his gun from the from his belt yes i was like haha motherfucker i have mm-hmm. you now and this is over in like 10 seconds because like the guy comes in uh pete townsend guy comes in well, and just like holds the gun on well, him and just like drop it he's like what happens right. is greg goes in and starts trying to fight him oh, and gets his ass kicked. oh yeah immediately, oh, right, yes right, right, but right. in the middle of the fight is when yeah yeah that's the distraction. <laughs> the distraction yeah. that goes nowhere. Right. Is when Danny, you know, jumps yeah. and grabs a gun. And then, yeah. of course, the other guy already has a gun on him. Right. And- so he's just like, drop it. And Danny's like, okay. Yeah. 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 So now they're all back together in the living room. And he manages to, like, basically say to his girlfriend um, that it's just like, yeah, well, you know. Oh, oh. Because basically, he's like, all right, I'm just going to shoot you all. You shouldn't have tried to fight me. And he's like, yeah, well, I got your money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, when I was outside, I got your money. If you want to see it again, you're going to let us live. You're going to do exactly, we're going to play by my rules. And the guy's like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, all right, well, you got, I think he goes like, you got 10 minutes. You know, if you're not back in 10 minutes, I'm going to shoot her. Something like that. And so like he leaves again and, but not before leaving, he's, he's like, well, you know, like, I don't know. Be careful. There's bears out there or she's like be careful out there and he's like yeah i know i'll watch out for bears wink yeah <laughs> which is like, all back to the conversation mm-hmm. from earlier about <laughs> I, I have a gun right mm-hmm. so he's out like looking for the money and um she leans over to uh now i think conscious um what's his face greg yeah he's awake yeah he, he, this is like it's actually like the next morning in the course of the movie it doesn't mm-hmm. matter i don't know why they sat there all night but 
Um, she's basically like, hey, you know, I need to go to the bathroom, but actually really get to the bedroom. Can you cause a distraction? He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So she has to go. <laughs> she actually she has to go to the bathroom, and they but they send Pete Townsend to watch her. Yep. So he basically starts getting in um, Leslie's face, and it's just like, I can't believe you did this, all this, and it starts to kind of like become this very just like this really dumb like shake contest i don't know like it's like he calls her a whore yeah but it's like it's like these weirdly it's like these these little mild slaps it's just like uh, she she slaps him a couple times she hits and they just grab each other's sleeves and they they're just yeah yeah and wiggling back and forth after he drops the c word on her right yeah well as you do yeah it's your standard response it does escalate yeah yeah that's true yeah but then, then their fight is just like them kind of grabbing each other by the biceps, yeah. right? And just kind of, eh, eh, yeah. yeah. But all this happens, eh. and like and at first, Tyler's just sitting there watching this, like, oh look at this shit, this is great. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's just like a swig like, of his bottle, and then eventually yeah. he's just like, ah, oh, fuck, and, you know. <laughs> it's, it's and off, so he you shoots guys. a he shoots a round up into the ceiling, and it's just like knock it off, you two. And so Pete Townsend comes running in, like you know what the hell's going on, and that's when um what's her face he runs around and grabs the gun out of out of the back of there yeah mm-hmm. and about this time he's like all right i've had i've had enough of this shit you know like <laughs> i'm gonna kill you all now and that's when you know danny decides to come back with the money right mm-hmm. and he does this whole weird thing like he's like i think he's yelling for tyler outside he's just like come outside oh yeah and tyler yeah. and um so they come outside and he's like standing there like i don't know 30 feet away from the door or whatever he's like i got your money it's right here and drops it on the ground and he's like great give it to me or they all die he's like nope you send them over here first it's like nah Gonna give you them, give yeah, me the money. And it's the old, well, no, you hang up first, right? <laughs> but then finally, he's just like, I don't, I don't know where, but he pulls a flare out, like a road flare. Yep. He's like, yeah, you give them me them, or I'm dropping this in the in the bag of money. It was probably in the uh, probably in the snowmobile, uh, in the yeah. snowmobile, yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. But yeah, Tyler's just like, <sighs> where you keep your flares? Right. Sure. He's like, oh, all have right, fifteen pieces of flares. Like, all right, get over there, all of you. <laughs> yeah. And then she comes over, gives him a hug, and slides the gun into his pants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which we all, as soon as it was, as she started it, we all go bang, because <laughs> we were just exp- <laughs> oh, shot my dick. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the way she's putting it yeah. in is like yeah. the it's most like, dangerous. Yeah, because she, she's putting it in his pants with her finger on the trigger. Right. It's like yeah. holy god, <laughs> yeah. it's his dick yep. is so shot off at this point. But luckily, no, it's no. not. And yeah, he's uh, just like he's just like get on the on the snowmobile with Greg and go. Yeah, I think she 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 even she stops briefly to be like. Well, what about, you know, Leslie? And she's like, fuck her, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> she, she's so going like, with them. So they start to take off, and then he's just like, you know, he's like, all right, they're gone. Give me my money. He's like, nah. And drops the flare, and then whips out the gun and starts shooting at them. Yeah. <laughs> it just starts, bang, 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 bang. They bang. start shooting He starts doing, like, the, the shoot arm. The, like, yeah, the yeah. throw the bullets yeah. out of the gun <laughs> thing. Right. And again, like, for being David A. Pryor, like, this is so terribly filmed. Like terribly filmed. It's 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 bad. it's annoying. Like it gets you angry because you're mm-hmm. like, come on, dude, you know how to do this. You've done it before. Well, again, I mean, just comparing it to Invasion Force, they were very particular about like blanks and and actual bullets and taking count and everything like that. Yeah. And how many shots do we have? And this, this is a little revolver. This that is shoots a revolver. About Fifteen times in a row. A lot more than that. Well, he, he never reloads that gun. No. We we see. Tyler reload one I'm time. I'm just being this one little short section. Oh, sure, yeah. He, Because uh, yeah, as soon as he hit shot seven, you're like, no. Nope. <laughs> and then eight, nope, nope. <laughs> so the, he eventually <laughs> takes off, and they run over to the bag of money trying to put just, oh, my God, put out the money. And, you know, <laughs> Pete Towns is like, he burned all the money. Oh. It's like, 
okay, fine, we're leaving, but first we're going to fucking murder all of them. If it's the last thing we do, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. We're going to murder all of them right now. Let's go. Yeah. And they hop on snowmobiles and take off. Yep. Now he's taken off on, I, he's barely snatched, stashed his snowboard somewhere off camera. Yeah. Because like he shot and ran. Was he standing on the snowboard from the very beginning? Or no, 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 because he, he meets, said he had it stashed. Yeah, because yeah. he meets with the girl one more time. Do they? Okay. Because she drives up on a snowboard or on the snowmobile. And she's, yeah, she's and, like, get on. Let's go. Oh, yeah, he's like, he's I've like, got an ace in the hole. Right. Go. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, what? And he's like, I don't have time to explain. Which at the time sounded stupid. But afterwards, yeah, it makes sense. He didn't have time to explain because he has no plan. <laughs> uh-huh. His plan is he's going to out snowboard snowmobiles yes mm-hmm. while shooting a hundred shots blindly behind him yeah. yep uh like across which, his body yes one of which hits <laughs> yeah well, hits, it hits a hippie townsend yeah. shoulder in the shoulder yeah which did i like just kind of nod off or you know just kind of phase out of there because like whatever happened to him how did he uh, go oh it, he yeah, got he, he got, got stuff bust <laughs> yeah remember yeah. what happened he basically he gets shot in the leg like yeah. like dumb guy shot oh, in the leg okay, yeah. and yep. then I, he, he kind of shoots Danny while he's like doing a stunt date while he hits he gets they don't make it clear that, yeah I'm guessing they he, don't hit, make, he, he disrupts the, the wind yeah. pattern around or him Danny yeah. just okay. I think Danny just fucked up yeah yeah, he he's like, ah, I got him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a shot where I think if they'd had any money, there would have been like a him hitting the snowboard effect because like it Maybe. like very much like the board comes up and then it's like you're pew or something like that. Oh, was that like, yeah, no. yeah. And it right. kind of like it did. That's when he tumbles. That. It's like it did. Right. Yeah, it hit the board. But yeah, so he's like, haha, I have you now. Mm-hmm. And that's when all of a sudden just boom, <laughs> snowmobile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> runs uh, his ass over Christine or whatever Chris- name. Yeah, Christine's snowmobile. Oh, hey, that's appropriate. Yeah, and she's like, hee hee. <laughs> but look what murders I that dude like, yeah that's what it was I, yeah, he's I, laying can. dead next i to forgot that she kind of murdered him yeah mm-hmm. yep. the whole thing and she <laughs> yeah. must have ditched greg somewhere because she he wasn't on it no no well she needed more speed to run his yeah. ass yeah, over she's like come on get on he's like no i got more snow more. but yeah it is one of our favorite things in movies is when you have like if if this item that makes an incredible amount of noise is not on screen and yeah. it's absolutely silent oh, yeah. until mm-hmm. that point because like one or two shots later is is Tyler riding around on his and it's just like <laughs> Yeah. Snowmobiles sound like if you fired up three lawnmowers simultaneously. That's yes. what a snow that's and what a snowmobile sounds chainsaw yes, on top chainsaw, of chainsaw, yes. But in several scenes, this one sounds like some sort of weird metal scraping. That's yeah. true, yeah. It smells like or it sounds like somebody's like I think grinding like, metal I just, on a on I think a bench they had a grinder. I love going. That, that she was able to sneak up on him. But and, and like not a scene or two later is just that shot. And then, <laughs> and, they, and they didn't even try to like hold it back. They're just no. like, no, nah, just use the live sound from yeah. whatever. <laughs> yep. yeah. I forget. Like it's funny because yeah. Danny later takes credit for having killed two people, but he, yeah, no, she straight he, up murdered one. Yeah, yeah. that's yes. right. I forgot. So um, I don't know back why they, they they split up again. Yeah, well, I, he's I just back on the snowboard. He's like, I got, I got this. Tyler's coming. Did she? Maybe, maybe Tyler caught up and shot a couple more times. He's like, get out of here. Or, maybe you know, I still it's, have that ace in the hole. Bye. Yeah, yeah. And, and which mean, I still don't know what the ace in the hole. And was. meanwhile, snowboard. It was the snowboard. He's a snowboarder. Yeah. He champion snowboarder. He said he had another one. More snowboarding. Uh, oh, okay. Extremer actual, snowboarding. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Stunts. But, meanwhile, Doug. <laughs> There's been a whole side plot of Doug trying to get a snowmobile, <laughs> oh, yeah. and the guy won't rent it to him because <laughs> it's broken. 
Right. Yeah, and then he just basically breaks into the place and steals one the next morning. Doug yep. stole but a snorkel. Of course, it breaks down snowboard. halfway through, so he gets he's just kind of wandering around. He does get angry about it too. Yeah, which is like so yeah. he's wandering around the forest, starts hearing the the loud as hell snowmobiles going around. Yeah, and gunshots. As, yeah, because it's a nice quiet forest. Yeah, <laughs> but so he so he's around. He's yep. around. The in snowmobiles the forest. apparently are making yep. some sort of a hellacious racket. Right. Not you know, mm-hmm. not in our world. But I like that it never once causes an avalanche. No, <laughs> yeah. none of these that sounds ever never cause an avalanche. <laughs> no, not the that's because <laughs> we didn't even mention <laughs> the the, the, the <laughs> ranger guy had come yeah. mid them oh, like God, you know, yeah. hiding out in the house and. Just before we get to phase two of the snowboard snowmobile uh, snowboard chase, mm-hmm. this, this ranger shows up and he's just like, hi, I'm Deputy Dan from the ranger station. Can I come inside for a minute? And he comes uh, inside. He's like, I, I just want you to know you're in a high avalanche zone, so be careful. Don't make any loud noises. You don't have any firearms in the house, do you? And they're all like, no, no, we don't. And he's like, good, because no. that, that would tell you, that, that was the lonely much, guy. He too was, much noise. This all supports my lonely theory. But, Lonely Ranger theory. But Lonely Ranger goes, all right, well, bye. Y'all Y'all have a good time up here. Yeah. And starts walking out. And that's when Pete Townsend is just like, do, 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 do. hey, uh, Ranger. One more thing. One more thing. <laughs> Blam. <laughs> yeah. And they shoot Deputy Dan yeah. in, oh. in the back. Probably. Yeah. And they're just like, he was going to leave. Yeah. He could he just. And he's like, shut up. Some people have their fun. Let me have mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So. Part two of snowmobile versus snowboard happens Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, it's just uh, more very badly filmed snowboard action um, and occasional snowmobile sort of like right behind it. And and very, it just it keeps growing in distance and like nobody can hit anything despite him being at one point about ten feet away from the snowboard. Doug gets (laughs) Doug eventually gets in the the path of the action. He does, yes. And he's got a goddamn law rocket with him. Two of them, in fact. Yeah. Yes. He's got a satchel full too. Yes. Yeah. A satchel but this full is what, of two. But like he had just apparently he had just been like, you know what? Hey, you just you never know. You can have that much quantity when it's laws rocket. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's, a, yeah. that's that's two more than I have. But he was prepared. Correct. He you know, he opens the thing up. Yep. Aim, he's aiming at this at this snowmobile for like ten minutes. At least, like, screen time at least 45 seconds. Yeah. And it's four hours. This is actually well cut, too, because it's increasing the cuts between the two back and forth between Mm -hmm. Tyler and Doug aiming at him and everything. And and when he hits launch on that thing, the the sound effect is ridiculous. Like, Mm -hmm. they how they didn't have some sort of sound for this to where it's just like. Yeah. It's just, yeah. and, and, it and it's one of those like, where it just like sparks. It was, it was drowned out by the sound of the snowmobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sparks pour out of this thing, like just bathing him in sparks all over yeah. the place. And then, like the rocket just goes off and misses Tyler misses completely, completely. And he's just like, "Well, fuck!" And then just like <laughs> yeah. goes about his business. Yes, I'm not like, going to use the other one I have here. Yeah, in my he's satchel. Just like, I go over here now. Um, because I had two, and now I have one. <laughs> if I fire that off, I'll have zero. <laughs> so, I don't know how, what's his name, how they get to the point where they have the confrontation where he gets off the snowboard and Tyler comes up behind him. Well, what happens is Tyler like is still chasing him and yeah. realizes he doesn't have any brakes. Oh, right. Despite cut, having yes. stopped earlier. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. He just slowed down. Yeah. Despite having stopped <laughs> earlier, right. suddenly has no brakes, crashes into a tree, and then Doug just kind of walks him and is like, hey, kid, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I cut the I cut the line back at the house, of course. 
He's and like, also, man. who the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, man, that was a smart move, kid. Yep. Yep. Good job. I've been, chasing really... this, I've been chasing this son of a bitch since Detroit. Yeah. Detroit? I, I, I do like, like every time Detroit, he squeezes but... the no brakes that it makes like a clown nose sound. Squeaky non-brakes. Yeah, so maybe then, he like inserted a squeaker in there instead of maybe, but like that'd be pretty clever. The the thing I was talking about was like before they get to that confrontation, there's a moment just between the two of them where they they've both come to a stop, and it's the moment where Tyler gets super pissed off and has to do a U turn on the snowmobile. Oh, that's right. Which it basically just means he has to pick up the snowmobile and turn it the other direction mm-hmm. and get back on it because it's just like this. Why you? And then just. It's like, I've got you now. Oh, I mm-hmm. guess I don't. I got to pick up the snowmobile and turn it around and go after him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So but yeah. But suddenly Tyler gets up while the two of them are just bullshitting and, you know, talks more smack and is like, ah, you'll never catch me. Ah. <laughs> and ends up shooting Doug in the shoulder. And then Danny, like, does does this combat roll and then <laughs> fires two shots and hits him. Yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. Guess he's dead now. Let's go home. Yeah. And then <laughs> cut to them in the cabin, just like hanging out, all of them. This the scene is so weird because you never get this in any action movie where the person who has murdered the bad guys is having this reflective moment of, man, I don't know. I, I killed a couple people. I'm, I don't know if I'm okay with this. Yeah, Am I, I really? I can, I can live with this. But he's kind of like not like embracing the fact that he just murdered two terrible people. He's like... I don't know. I'm kind of because his girlfriend is like, you're awesome. And he's like, am I? I don't know. uh, Scholars will have to answer that question. I can't really tell you. Bounty hunter, Doug, the bounty hunter is like, oh, you know, technically they killed themselves by choosing this lifestyle. I mean, that guy just murdered like 30 people before you met Mm -hmm. him. So he's like, oh, 30. Well, all right. I guess I'm pretty cool. (laughs) Two's not bad. That's like a classroom full of people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Shoots through schools. (laughs) Yeah. It's like half a football team. Yeah. Yeah. So this goes on for a while. Like two Rangers show up Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're just like, they, they, the one Ranger is creeped out because there are too many dead bodies outside. (laughs) Well, yeah, because they come in to take like statements Mm -hmm. and they're there for like 12 hours because it goes (laughs) from that morning to late at night again to where they're like, all right, let's go find these dead bodies. Ew. Yeah. And they're just, yeah. And while and you know while they're talking and and Doug's like, well, man, fifty grand. I was going to claim it, but you're the one who did all the work, so it's all yours, kid. You killed him, yeah. So you get the money. Murdered his ass. Good job, yeah. guy. And then he's like, you know, they'd probably have even more if you know we're able to recover the money for the bank. And he's like, well, guess what? Yeah, hold on a sec. Check this yeah. out. Bang. He's like, <laughs> his friends are like, you didn't burn the money. He's like, I'm not an idiot. I just threw like a few hundred on top and burned that. The rest was newspaper. Newspaper. Ha ha. Yeah. He had time to cut up newspaper into money shapes. Mm-hmm. He enacted this ridiculous plan when he snuck out of that house. He was <laughs> he was gone for a while. Yeah. He was just like, grab it got money, dark. grab flares, grab bags. It got dark in awkward cuts yes, between when he went sure. outside and when he came back in. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but, but yeah. So so he's got the money now. Yeah. And at some point. Oh, yeah. Tyler just zombies. Yeah, he's zombies out of the snow. Like, well, he's, yeah, he's you covered. see just blank, blanket of snow, and then just hand comes out of the snow, like, rah, and it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Why yep. did they just not see if he was actually dead for like 12 hours? That seems dumb. Put one in his brain. <laughs> That's yeah. how you yep. deal with that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, he comes back, murders the two other deputies that have shown, or the two deputies that have shown up. Yeah. Um, and then gets them all, like, holds them all hostage again, essentially. Uh, yeah, but he, I mean, he's burst into the room and he's messed up. You know, oh, he's yeah. got the bleeding from the head and he's just, he's getting more and more just maniacal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he does this whole thing. He's like, because there's four people in the room. There's Greg, there's Danny, there's um, Christine and the deputy, or, you know. And Doug the Bounty Hunter. Doug the Bounty Hunter. Mm-hmm. And so, like, but he's like, he opens up his uh, gun. He's like, I have three bullets and four of you. He's like, well, yeah, obviously, you're going to die because you've been chasing me since Detroit. He's like, you're going to die because, well, fucking look at you, Greg. Yeah. You know? And then, <laughs> yeah, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Greg. Greg. And then he's like, you know. Stud boy. You know, and I guess I'll kill you for trying to kill me. And, right. you know. And I'll, then she'll be my girlfriend. I'll, yeah, I'll do terrible <laughs> things to her. Right. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. You know? And then he's like, he's taking aim at uh, Doug the Bounty Hunter, I think, first. Or no, Greg. Who is he going to shoot first? He's uh, going to shoot Doug. He's going to shoot Doug. Yeah. Right. And that's when he, you know. That's when Danny yeah. tackles him. Tackles him. He fires she one She grabs the, the bag of money and yeah. runs into the bedroom. Right. Go on. Take the money and run. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, like, and, and he's fighting this guy for a while. Like, and they're throwing some pretty fierce punches at each other. Yeah. And it takes a while for Greg, for Greg and to Doug. get up. And, yeah. Doug doesn't do shit. No. Doug's Greg just, is the first one to jump in. And that's a good two, three minutes after the fight has started. Yeah. Doug Doug's just shows like, up man, sometime later. Like, I was going to give him the money, so I figure I'll let him do all the work <laughs> right? now. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, he just basically handily kicks all three of their asses. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just knocks Danny the fuck out, like, to the point that, like, he's on, <laughs> he's on the ground and he's like, he's like, I'm getting up. No, it's nappy time. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they're mm-hmm. having that fight where it's just like, it, it's the end of one of the Rocky movies where it's just like, now you hit me, I'm exhausted. Now right. I hit you, you're exhausted. And- they all, it does that stupid, it does the stupid, 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 stupid thing I hate in movies where, like, the good guy stops when he has a clear advantage instead of beating that fucker to death mm. for real this time. Not only does he have a clear <laughs> advantage, the cabin is loaded with literal weapons. Yes. Like, there it, there are just antlers and machetes and buckets and yep. just anything you could use to There's murder a fucker. That looks like the prong of an anchor up on, on the uh, on the mantle. Yes. I don't know what it is. It looks like a, 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 an anchor has been disassembled into separate pieces into these jagged metal pieces up on the, on the mantle. And they don't use shit. Nope. But somehow... Yeah. Like, Doug, uh, like, okay, so <laughs> that that comes n- later. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tyler yeah. goes to yeah. Yeah. sneak Danny's up on. sleepy time right. on the ground. Uh, Greg is out because Greg's fucking useless. Yeah. Um, and the, the girl is hiding in the bedroom with the money. Mm-hmm. And she has concocted this weird Jack Bauer scheme of pull the power cord out of the lamp, stand here next to the doorknob, wait for him to come touch the doorknob, and then she's going to shock him. Mm-hmm. Shockma. Uh, so he comes over to the door and is totally announcing his his presence. Like I'm coming in. I'm yeah. gonna touch the doorknob now. <laughs> yeah, here, here I go. She touches the thing to the doorknob and like there's a hint of electricity sound and maybe a spark or two. He's wearing gloves. None of this should really be affecting anything. Also, but by the way, that doesn't work at all. Of course it doesn't. But I, I mean, mean, it's like so he kind of acts like. Oh, this is mildly inconvenient what you're doing to me. Ow. Well, the faces he's making, he looks more constipated. He, yes. Than he sells it for about 30 seconds, though. Yeah. Like, he's just like, oh, sure. <laughs> on, on there for a while. And yeah. then until finally she's like, okay, open the door. He's not there. Oh, wait, he's right there. He's actually he's like, perfectly Ha-ha, fine. Thank you for rejuvenating me. I feel great. <laughs> he is 100% <laughs> perfectly fine. So they start struggling. He starts going for the money. She needs him in the ball. So now he's like, I. <laughs> and then he just straight cold cocks her. Yes. Just, 
Yeah. Yeah, just blam, she's down. Yeah. So and now he like, has the money. And so now he's like got the money, he's limping, he's like, she's out, everybody's out, and he's just about out the door. And that's when Doug, out of nowhere, is back up and yeah. has found a baseball bat. Yes, the one thing we didn't see that mm-hmm. was not the deadliest weapon in the room. He's got a baseball bat, and he's like, all right, I'm going to choke you out. And Tyler's like, yeah, yeah, come on, do it. <laughs> yeah. And Doug's like, go ahead, laugh. Go ahead and laugh now, Tyler. Go ahead. And Tyler's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> So, yeah, kind of chokes him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's down on the ground. It looks like he's dead. He's like, you know. He's like a sleeping dog. Well, yeah, I was going to say, he looks like a dog who's been told to play dead. Because he's like. <laughs> right. And he's kind of like. And they're just like, look at dead? him. Like, are you dead? Are you dead? And they keep doing the shot, like, cut to like them watching him and him. And they're like, okay, he's going to pop up. And then he's just like, very comically, he's like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Doug's like, useless at this point. He's like, bleh. Yeah. And Doug, so he, Doug is the worst bounty hunter. Doug's pretty bad. So he just takes off and jumps on a snowmobile. He's yeah. Like, Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, I've got the money. I've got the money. I, you know. I punched all of you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm out. I'm yep. I'm done. So he and, starts to take and, off down the mountain. Danny's like trying to wake up during all this, but he keeps like doing that. Nah, nah I love a little more nap. He keeps snooze barring himself. Yeah, just, <laughs> just five more minutes, mom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as Tyler starts to go off into the distance. There's a <laughs> shot of Danny standing there. It's a silhouette. Oh, this is like yeah. for 30 seconds, <laughs> David Pryor remembered how to fuck to make a movie. Yeah. Because like, he gives him this hero shot where it's like this 80s music video of, of s- snow and light and yep. snow and everything. Oh, and it's you, all cold out and, and there's it, steam coming yeah, off. And, yeah. it's just, and it's just the silhouette where you can see he's holding the, the logs rocket and mm-hmm. everything. And it's just like, fuck yeah. Like, Tyler. Yeah. Tyler's like, oh, all right. Well, I'm just going to yeah. play chicken with you because you don't have a snowmobile. Here I come. And Tyler, and Tyler's like, just like, rah, oh, I right I better, now. now I can turn the snowmobile around. They actually act like a snowmobile. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can turn it around. Yes. And he's just like, Tyler. Coming right at him. And he just starts, you know, putting everything together. Tippy canoe. <laughs> Puts it on his shoulder. Fires that rocket. Blows oh, him the fuck well, up. Yeah. Before fire, he goes like, fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And yes, big giant screen filling explosion. Yeah, and there's because a, it's, and just before that, Tyler I think realizes that he's got the rocket. He's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, just ah! like, going for it. Yep. Yeah, and so, yeah. we joked that he was gonna fall. <laughs> Tyler was gonna fall back down. We kept thinking he was like a cyborg or something. Like maybe they were just gonna he, explain why he he's impervious to everything. Yeah. He's the Tyler nine thousand. Yes, he'd been shot. Beaten with a bat, electrocuted, mm-hmm. strangled. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yep. everything. So uh, apparently, blowing him up was his one weakness. Yes, that yes. is yeah, his kryptonite. Being blown the fuck up, <laughs> and then and then money <laughs> falls from the sky. A little bit of money. Yeah, and he made it rain or snow. Mm. I don't. Yeah. Something. Yep. And then cut to more <laughs> like everything's fine. They're back snowboarding with all the same footage from the beginning. And yeah. It's just like, all right, I guess it's a happy ending with all the same reaction shots. Hooray. Yeah. Shitty trophy. He was conflicted before he murdered a guy with a rocket launcher. The only difference now is like when he finishes and he's like celebrating with his shitty little trophy, he looks over at Doug sitting in a van and he's just like, all right. Yeah. He's giving the hang 10. Yeah. Cowbunga, bro. And we were waiting for Doug to give the hang 10 or just a thumbs thumbs up up or anything. Something. He just just, gives him a slow nod. He does a nod. And then just drives off. Yep. And that's yep, and that's the movie. Basically, it. <laughs> End of movie. Yeah, credits roll, and then credits immediately stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, our coffee had no credits. Mm-hmm. Ah, thanks VHS. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is way below David 
Pryor's other efforts. Mm-hmm. Way below his that. prior no, efforts. No Stargrove, the, the music. <laughs> ah, ah, yeah. I am here for a joke. Yep. No Stargrove, music is bad. Bad uh, in th- a good though, way. That though there credit, is... See, that credit song was encroaching on Stargrove. It was going to be pretty good. Well, and when they uh, when he's doing the snowboard chase in the middle of the movie, there's yeah. like... They found some band who's like, man, we've listened to Master of Puppets like 7,000 times. <laughs> really? Because I thought it was more like, you know, well, should, what would have been the Misfits? I mean, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was getting, maybe, I was getting but, a California yeah. punk thing. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was trying to go back in time far enough. Yeah. Yeah. But e- but either way, it's like, they're like, chicka, 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 chicka. and the drummer's like doing as many drum rolls, as many drum rolls as he can possibly fit in. But the terrible music during the 20 minutes of snowboarding beginning and end was super catchy. I mean, we, uh, we hummed that for a while. Uh, <laughs> that was, now it's gone for my I mean, it's mm-hmm. terrible, but still. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no Stargrove. No. Um, I'll go ahead. And All right. Yeah. Are, yeah. Sure. I, I think two jocks, uh, mostly just for Tyler. Honestly, like I think we've undersold just how manic he gets and how much this guy mugs throughout the movie. Because like, there's a point where one of the girls is like, "You're never gonna get away with this," or something like that, and he just gives this look like, "Yeah, what the fuck ever." Yeah, like, shut up, Terry. You know, just like this, <laughs> like this eye rolling <laughs> hostages. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, he, like he's he's really great. Everyone else kind of sucks, but yeah, and and it's just it's it doesn't feel like the same type of movie as he's used to making. It feels like, man, we've got like five days and we got a few people. Let's just throw something together real quick. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, for Tyler and then just the hero shots near the, in near the end with the rocket and all that stuff are pretty good stuff. But then you got to wade through all that snowboarding in the very beginning and, and bookends and yeah, it's not great, but it's two jocks. I mean, it's all right. It's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. I, I'm actually kind of almost Chuck fine on this. Um, mm-hmm. I Tyler was good. There's some. There's some. Like I like Doug the Bounty Hunter, but I think those really all only combined to give it like 1.47 jocks, which, as we know, rounds down to one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not. And I don't want to compare it to his prior work, but. Um, but it really just is sort of a mess. Yeah. Um, especially like since we've seen this guy make a decent thing a time or two before. So one jocks, I'm sorry, you can do better. <laughs> like and the the funny thing is I would actually like to see this movie as made by someone who wants to make a competent version of this movie. Because I think it could be a lot of fun. Oh but, sure. If you want to defeat some thieves with some snowboarding, oh yeah, mm-hmm. probably yeah. do it a lot better. Yeah, and I mean, you could get some decent snowboarder who has, you know, has a dreams of being an actor and throw him in this movie and make, you know, make a decent. Yeah, we need the the friggin' Roger Corman B movie school mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to make this movie with a with a, a you know a, a third like an X game snowboarder and yeah. you know a couple of. Couple of you could even get uh, uh, Deke back. Yeah, he sure. would be fine. He's Guy's fine. Still working. Yeah. Him and and Dog the Bounty Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. yeah, both would be fine. Yeah, absolutely. But everybody else throw him out. And 
and you could you could make a good movie. They kind of threw themselves out. Most of these people have not been in anything else. So right. Yeah, um, yeah I'm kind of in agreement with your one jocks. I'm going to give it one jocks also. Yeah, I, good job. I hit Rating two buddies. jocks when they did the whole silhouette rocket launcher thing at the end, and I was like, okay, wrap this up well, and I'm going to give you this bonus jocks because as goofy as the first 90 minutes of this movie was, the five minute that part was fine. Um, but... It, it, it just go, after that going back to the same footage we already saw and then not paying off just that simple like just have Doug do the thing back or give him a thumbs up or something just give me that moment of just like yeah you're all right kid but not the nod just didn't do it for me I just needed a little something more uh so yeah it's like it's like a 1.47 jocks <laughs> we we needed like just the side view of the window and for like him to be sort of in shadow, but you, yeah. the window rolls down, the tinted window rolls <laughs> right. down, and you see the thumb, thumb. Yeah, yeah, the thumb stick out of the window. <laughs> right. That's that's how we, yeah. that's how we would make this movie. Yeah. How we will one day. One day. And I put it in the notebook. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's compared to the rest of the stuff of his we've seen, it's it's bad. I mean, it's not anywhere close to competent, but it's got enough goofy fun stuff in it that, you know, I I could say yeah, you might have fun watching this once. Yeah. Once, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once, so. yeah. Episcopal joke night. I, I'm going to go with my rule of explosion equals cannot be bags and give it the bare minimum of one jocks as well. Ah, good man. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of shit to wade through in this movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like Tyler except for when he starts to get a little rapey. Um, but like his, his whole cockiness and, you know, like if you look at him as like a moral person, he's, he's a. He's just awful. Yes. You know, I mean, he's just murdering random right. people for no reason. But I mean, at least his gleefulness in it is kind of funny. Um, but God, yeah, there's just there's there's too much bad to have to wade through it, and, and like it it just boggles my mind that it's made by the same person that made the other movies. I mean, even Killer Workout, which I don't think we loved, is, feels better than this. Oh yeah, yeah. Killer Workout had some some awesome shit in it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It's just. Like that, I mean, the bit at the end, it was just like, man, why wasn't this whole movie like this? Yeah, I just those like blind firing snowmobile snowboard things are just dumb. Yeah, it looked dumb. I think because they made it dumb. Like they, oh, I mean, no, I'm saying that could have been filmed fine. It just, it was yeah. just like you know, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, any number of things could have happened here. This could have been just, hey, we've got ten thousand dollars left over right. from this other movie we made. I've got a friend who has some snowmobiles yep. in a cabin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go see what we can bang out. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's the Jim Wynorski, you know, Fred Olin Ray school of just, fuck it, we've got a week yeah. and some money. Let's make a movie. So right. It's weird that they got like, they got like a snowboarder to do some stuff. Well, there was like, they, they wouldn't these, just cast him in. There was a couple um, kind of just like shameless shots of like the bottom of the snowboard with whatever brand it was yeah so i'm thinking like somebody might have been like hey snowboarding's hot now like here's some money that's 1990 snowboarding was cutting edge yeah that's what i mean oh it's yeah like, it's I mean, now it's just in the fucking saying, Olympics, like, it, that was probably on that the cusp of like man yeah. we this might be a thing people are getting into this like you know, here's i don't could name a brand of a snowboard but they kept showing it It was just you know vhs shitty copy fred snowboards <laughs> yeah, some branding whatever but <laughs> yeah anyway uh, should we take a break? Mm-hmm. Fred Snowlin Ray. Snowlin's. <laughs> All 
All right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Here we are. So time for some more podcasting. It's the second half, I hear. I think it is. Yeah, it is. Cool. We do that. Sounds like fun. Most of the time. Um. So, so yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it. I guess I saw a semi-new movie, so we'll talk about it briefly. Yeah. I will say I went and saw Fury Road for a third time because I'm apparently insane. And it was also nah. a, a group outing, and I was like, fine. <laughs> But I don't want to talk about that again. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, still the, pretty good. Huh? Yeah, it's still pretty good. Still saw it in 2D again. White Fury Road. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we, well, fuck. We're saying Fury a lot. Let's just go ahead and talk about the other thing. Hey. <laughs> we watched Kung Speaking Fury. Of Fury. Yeah. Some of us have watched Kung Fury. I did. I did. Nah. You skipped it? It's 30 minutes. It's free on YouTube. Great. So's a punch in the balls from anyone you ask. <laughs> yep. I mean, I don't. You know, I'm not judging it. I just, you know, I'm not interested. That's a that's a good stance to take. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, well, I mean, we we were not allowed to not know that it was out because we got plenty of tweets about it and Facebook messages and other stuff. That's like, and, and the majority of it was just, "Hey, Kung Fury link." Yeah. Which, you know, all right. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. We're all on the internet. Yeah, yeah. we were. Just so you we know. We were aware yeah. of Kung Fury. We, we not only appear on the internet, we, we sometimes use it, too. Uh, once in a while. Yeah. We all have Twitter and, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone on my Twitter feed was also like, hey, Kung Fury, Kung Fury, uh-huh. don't miss Kung Fury. Like, it's on the internet, dude. Right, so right. Be, yeah. I walked there. into work and two people, independently of each other, asked me if I'd seen it yet. Like people mm-hmm. who don't say more than five words to me in you know a day or two, they were just like, "Hey, you're that bad movie guy, right? Huh? You like it?" And I'm like, "I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't care." So yeah, it's it's another Sharknado thing, you know. I mean, that's because I, I had people at work doing that to me too. Like, have you watched Kung Fury yet? How far did how far did you get before you shut it off? You know, I'm like, <laughs> I watched the whole thing, man. It man. Here's the deal. It's it's a lot like Sharknado in that. You can't make an enjoyable bad movie intentionally. Your intentions have to be to make a good movie going in. And then, you know, let the craziness carry it to whatever place people want to go with it. Mm-hmm. It feels like they intentionally made a bad movie with this, which is really frustrating because there are gags I actually like a lot in this movie. There's there and but there are so many and they're so fast that it almost feels like they're throwing them out so that nobody else can use them. Like they go, we yeah. did that. Hmm. We did that. And we, we had that, you know, and yeah. I mean, and there's old gags, like a guy getting shot through the phone line. You know, I mean, that's a really old gag from plenty <laughs> of things, which, but the way it plays out in the thing is actually pretty funny <laughs> because I mean, it's just like, there's been so much randomness already. And then there's like Triceracop, which is just a fun gag that actually, there are things Looks that sound decent there, as an effect. There are things that sound better when you say them than they actually end up being. I think in that that's it's like the whole thing is mostly that. Yeah, it's like on paper that sounds awesome, but maybe not all together. Like Triceratops should have just been like a thing by itself. Mm-hmm. You know, this was just like somebody had a notebook of like half thought out. Wouldn't this be awesome if notebook? And they were like, it's one movie, you know. This is it. Everything I've ever thought of that would be awesome in a movie, I'm going to put it in a 30-minute short. Is that like short. the BAMFCAST notebook? I was going to say, they stole the BAMFCAST yeah, notebook. It, 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 honestly, it kind of is if we had that where it's like, all right, that's going to be awesome, and we're going to fit that line in. 
right. know, and that's going to be awesome to that. It, that's what it feels like. It feels random and it doesn't feel well put together. And I mean, and it's obviously incredibly CG looking and digital looking and fake looking. And I mean, and there's fake VHS lines at certain points in it. And see, that's something that you don't need to do. Yeah, it's it's just it. It's kind of like the Wachowski, like you talked about the Wachowskis Harlow a few weeks ago, where you said they like awesome things, but they don't understand why they're awesome. Right. Whereas I think these people understand why certain things are awesome, but they don't know how to put them in a movie correctly. Yes. Because there are like, and uh, I guess that's just what's so what bothers me so much about it is there's like certain lines and certain deliveries are like spot on. Like, like the, when he's, when he, his partner gets hit, killed and he gets his powers, he, you know, he goes, and that was that moment that I was struck by lightning and bit by a cobra. You know, and it's like, and you're like, okay, that's pretty good. But there's just stuff like that. But then it's just, it all feels so hollow and disingenuous and like that they just, it's like someone told them what the eighties were like, but but they they're, but they're they, 19. Yeah, but they weren't there for it. Yeah. So it's that whole filtered like multiple times. And they're not they're they're not native English speakers. So the guy who plays Kung Fury always has this slightly weird accent that doesn't work for the character he's trying to be mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. So it's yeah. Yeah, it's like I mean the best I could say is like I almost want to say valiant effort, but it doesn't even feel like it. It really feels like they just they hit some kind of lottery where it was like they made a stupid little thing idea and then like got a shitload of money on Kickstarter and then kind of they did a from what I remember they up. did a really good job with their Kickstarter yeah I know, like, campaign. I know. that's what I mean it's just well, like and then they got uh, the but I mean I'm just saying like they kind song, of hit they right? kind of hit the lottery and that like if anybody else tries to come tries to come along even though everything they might do would be better or could be better everyone's gonna be like nah that you're just mm-hmm. ripping them off you know it's just yeah. it feels like that unfortunate innovator where it's like they didn't do it particularly well, but they they crammed so many ideas that they're going to get that like Simpsons did it thing, you know, where it's just like, now nah, you can't do any of that ever again because they've they've used them all in a thirty minute thing. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, and it gets to that frustrating point where it's like, you know, there, there's stuff we've said. I wish that somebody with more talent had made this because now you can't do it without exactly without everyone saying, oh, well, they already did it. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's like you you took that and then you ruined it. I mean, somebody's got. I mean, somebody could come in. Like, I mean, I hate to say it, but like somebody with like the bravado of like Zack Snyder and be like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking own it. I know they already did it. I'm gonna do it better. In his early days, that's how he was. Yeah. It's like I know I'm like making a fucking remake. I'm gonna make a goddamn good remake. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that's just that kind of. You know, if you if you someone comes in and has that bravado and does that and does it better, then people will be like, okay, yeah, it doesn't have to just be that. Mm-hmm. You know, you did do it better. You know, but no one's going to want to touch this kind of thing for a long time. So yeah. And probably this phase of fascination with eighties is probably going to go away soon anyway. So it's going to be all nineties coming up. Yeah. Going to nineties movies. I don't know how it's not there already. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it understand that, you know, I mean, like I know we just shit all this uh, on this and you know, it's like whenever there's a new asylum thing and people are like, Hey, you should see this. We're like, no, it's the asylum. The asylum fucking sucks. It's not that we're kind of like, opposed to this thing that's popular bad that kind of thing it's 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 a genuine wanting something to be good like sharknado i'm sorry it has no craft behind it no care nothing it's that on paper like the poster for that movie leaked out and we we're like mm-hmm. oh my god yes 
I mean, hell, we watched fucking Metal Tornado, yeah. which is a stupid movie, but everyone in that movie was just like, oh, God, Metal Tornado, this is the worst thing ever run, you know? And we're like, yeah, that's believable, fine. Sharknado is made by, by like, people with, like, scissors for hands and who just, <laughs> like, don't understand how to get it, from point A to point B. Is and it made for the people who have scissors? It could be both. On their hands? <laughs> I just... Do they do topiaries? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just... You look at something, and I hate to go right to the beacon of it, but you look at something like Robot Jocks, and you look how much time and effort and creativity and stuff went into all of those Empire pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole era of, like, Arena, Robot Jocks, all that 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 early 90s, late 80s Charles Band era. They weren't just shitting something out. They weren't just slapping some, some Vaseline on a puppet and go, ooh, spooky. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it was... They were doing the best they could with what they had, and they were like, let's make the best goddamn movie we can make. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the Asylum does that, and from what I've seen of Kung Fury, I don't feel like they're doing that. Yeah, I guess well, the, I guess the thing is, is like it, it pains us for people to go nuts about something like this, and it's like, you haven't even scratched the surface of the actual source material. Yeah. Like, I mean, get into yeah. that. Like, I mean, I'm, you know. Yeah, and I feel bad immediately lumping Kung Fury in with like Sharknado because I do think that the people that made it have enthusiasm for the things that they're showing. Oh, beyond, whereas, yeah, beyond them, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I genuinely think, and like I said, there are certain things that work mm-hmm. in there. Like, like Asylum stuff is all the idea and then it's carried through in the cheapest, poorest way possible. Yeah. Whereas these guys, it does feel like they had enthusiasm. They wanted to make something, but they just... They did it so haphazardly that it ruined it, and and it almost feels like at points they were like, well, oh yeah, we're making this Kung Fury thing, and there's like dinosaur, you know, la- raptors with lasers, so it's it's got to be dumb and bad at some point, or people are gonna like not get it, yeah, you know, and and I think that's that's the problem with so many of these things, is they don't trust the audience to just get it, yeah, they have to be like, no, see how bad this is, huh, huh. And I think that the Kung Fury people fall into that a bit too much. Hmm. And that's really what turned me off about it, is it felt like it was trying too hard to be that, as opposed to just being what it was, where on paper, yeah, a lot of that should work, but it probably needed half the ideas or made into an actual length movie, yeah, as opposed to 30 minutes. Cause it, but plenty of people said after 30 minutes, they're like, I'm glad it was only 30 minutes because <laughs> it would have worn out its welcome. Well, I think, and I, I think I said this before, uh, just based on clips of it that I've seen, it would work tremendously well as live action cutscenes for some sort of video game. Yeah. Like if that was the effort they were putting into cutscenes for a bigger scope thing, not unlike a Blood Dragon kind of thing, yeah. that would be pretty good. That would fit that kind of medium of, okay, you're, you guys are just throwing stuff out there and, you know, but when you take it as a movie, you know, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to judge it as a film, like a story being told and everything, it's like. Yeah, and, know, and Blood guys. Dragon, I mean, the only time it really tips its hand is during the tutorial, where it's just like, man, tutorials suck, don't right. they? The rest of the time, Blood Dragon pretty much plays it like, yeah, you remember how awesome, like, G.I. Joe and lasers and that sort of stuff and ninjas and all that yeah. was in the 80s? Yeah, yeah, like, that stuff's still fucking awesome. Yeah. And we're going to make something that shows you how awesome that is. It's weird because, like, I mean, all these comparisons to all these different things. The first thing that popped up in my head was actually uh, the Too Many Cooks thing. 
That was the very first mm-hmm. thing that I mean, not only because I feel like that's what the problem with the movie was, but like I felt like that did it all better. I mean, as far as like just non sequitur homages to different genres, mm-hmm. like one right after another. Mm-hmm. I mean, until that goes crazy at the end. Yeah. I mean, I just felt like too many cooks in that weird little thing did summed up the eighties almost better. Yeah. I mean, because like it's, you know, it's strange to say, but I feel like that, that was just a better example of this than this. I mean, to like, to the point that like, why don't they just give these shows, give these guys a show on like cartoon network to do on adult swim or something, you know, like just if they want to just, yeah, if they want to just make weird little shorts and non secular humor of, you know, with their little CG budgets, just let them do it on there. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, well, I, I don't know. They, they didn't, they didn't burn enough bridges. Like I'm like, fuck these guys forever. I'm never watching what they do again. I mean, I, I might be interested, but this, for all the hype it got, it was just, to me, it was like a kind of a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a real hard sell on those things. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I feel like we already talked about this morning. I wanted to, Did anybody else have any final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd honestly, I'd be interested in seeing what else, they do yeah but like if if the group that made this wanted to do something on a smaller scale and with like an actual plot line and not just all right this will be crazy 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 right sure i'd be interested in seeing it work how it would work because i do think like like i said there are bits in that that i think are great and there are sequences that i'm like all right they did everything exactly right and there's good gags that work in it but mm-hmm. as a whole when you put it together it's way less than the sum of its parts so i'd, I'd rather see them try something straight through and yeah. see where it goes from there maybe because i'd certainly rather watch still rather watch that than anything i've seen from asylum so far right uh so i have two segues i could take out of here i um so speaking of 80s <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll take that one. Good one. Um, I watched a movie I'd never actually seen all the way through. I'd only seen bits and pieces on, you know, TBS, TNT, whatever, back mm-hmm. in the day. I had never, I've seen every other one, never saw Rocky 3 all the way through. <laughs> I've seen one, two, four, five, and the new Rocky Bobo, six. Hmm. All the way through. Wow. Never had actually sat and watched this one beginning to end. Okay. How was that? Um, That is a, like, I'm thinking, like, besides things that are known to be a quote-unquote trilogy, that is by far the best number three movie I've ever seen. Like, of something that goes on a series, yeah. like, for that long, that is a fantastic third movie. Yeah. Um, I I kind of freaking loved it. I mean, like, Mr. T is a fantastic bad guy in that movie. And uh, I, it's like one of those, I wish I could almost go back in time and see Mr. T, like, for the first time in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, because that was most, wasn't that, like, introducing him to the world practically? I mean, he hadn't started making the A-Team yet, had Yeah, he? no, that was kind of like, yeah. hey, world, here's this guy. Right. Yeah. And I, mean, I was I just, like, hey, I just can't, give him a show. I can't even imagine, like, seeing him for the first time in that movie, like, when it would have come out. That, oh, yeah. That would have been amazing, you know. Yeah, he's he's really, really, really good in it. Yeah. Like surprisingly good for mm-hmm. what he's given to do. And mm-hmm. yeah, Rocky. Yeah, Fingers. I mean, it's. I just don't know how I never saw it. It's. I mean, then the whole weird Thunderlips Hulk Hogan thing. I mean, there's just <laughs> there's so much good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Three is the right balance between like the early movies and right before Rocky Four just took it to just let's make a whole movie of nothing but montages. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, four is great though. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not. Three is still kind of a a movie. Yeah, I know. Four is a music video. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's got James Brown in it though. It does. Yep. Yeah. But no, I just I don't know. I 
I had two segues out of this. The other one was, uh, hey, speaking of things that are all like CG and animated and stuff. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I all watched right. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants sponge out of water. <laughs> the Rocky seemed like really? a better segue. So I went okay. with that. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, There's fighting in one of them. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, truth be told. I'm, you are a SpongeBob fan. I am a SpongeBob fan. You're I'm, officially outing yourself as a SpongeBob I, I've fan. I've kind of loved SpongeBob. Who all lives along. in a pineapple under the sea? That would be Harlow SquarePants. Yeah, would be a surprise to you and me. Um, so, when like that new trailer came out, uh, I was like, what the hell is this? I have to see this. Like, you know, I mean, we know at this point in his career, and uh, after Spy Kids movies, Antonio Banderas is not above doing wacky things right but i was like he's gonna all right <laughs> he's gonna be a pirate in this sure guy gotta see this mm-hmm. um if you're not already a fan this movie's obviously not gonna be for you if you've tried to watch an episode of spongebob and you're like that's dumb i don't get it whatever for kids you know i have no soul whatever then this is not the that's not the movie that's gonna turn you around on that but like it is a fantastic little concept for a movie of how everything works i mean it's, it's just I, I loved it i mean it's a fantastic continuation of the spongebob mythos if you will and, <laughs> I, and so it's and, not a side story it's actual part of canon canon spongebob guy dan it, yes it is <laughs> the most dangerous sponge yes <laughs> okay um no i mean it, it, it's a funny little thing where they get to go to you know be like cg versions of themselves in you know our world and it that i mean the live action stuff actually plays fairly well I mean, you just you think like that. That's a recipe for disaster when you have a you know crew known for making animation suddenly go. Eh, let's do a little bit of live action stuff. It could be Space Jam. Mm. I, or right. oh dear, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> right. Oh, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'll admit I've never seen a second of SpongeBob SquarePants, but the okay. trailer. Me neither. The trailer was like, I'd watch that. That looks fun. This mm-hmm. actually wouldn't be a terrible introduction to SpongeBob. The only thing you really need to know about the the history of SpongeBob SquarePants. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. Yes, but best friend is Patrick Starr. Mm-hmm. The important thing, the, the main uh, the conflict in SpongeBob's world, it, and then we'll explain this in the movie, is he works at the Krusty Krab mm-hmm. where they make Krabby Patties. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is a guy next door who runs named Plankton who runs the Chum Bucket. Who is constantly basically trying to steal the the, the recipe for oh. the Krabby Patties that everybody loves? Okay, and so that's basically the uh, that's the reason for it happening. I like, feel like I'm ready. Yeah, that's that's really all you need to know. Okay, cool. So just you know, it's a the pinky and brain. Like we're gonna steal the recipe again this week. You know, and SpongeBob is, is, is in his stupidity will probably thwart him somehow. Okay, yeah, but, I'm interested in that. That's a when it hits cable. Obviously, I will hit right. record on that. It'll sit on my DVR for eighteen <laughs> yeah. months, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that thing." And then you'll be like, "What the hell did I just watch?" Yeah, cool. you also have to be uh, willing to uh, accept some wonderfully terrible puns. I well, I sit next to you week after I, week. I know, so. and you keep coming back. So, so I guess I'm accepting. Maybe this is why I love puns. the show so much. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> what else? What else we got here? I got one thing real quick. All right, I got a little story. Yeah. Um. So I saw a movie in 1997, and I saw a few in 1997. I saw a couple I, of them so too. did I, but this one in particular. Um, it, it's a much lauded movie. People, people really attached themselves to it. Thought it was great. Uh, I saw it at a sneak preview and was like, "This movie's garbage." Uh oh. Um, and then I took to the internet, as I did back in the day, because I was running a, a website for such things banged out a review of this movie and was like this thing is garbage and here's why uh got more hate mail 
than I've ever received before or since for something I wrote. Uh, so I went back. I saw it again in the theater like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Still thought it was just terrible. And then hadn't seen it again. And then for some reason, the other day, I was I saw it on HBO Go and I was like, I sh- I'm going to give that one more shot. The movie is Contact. Oh. I'm going to say this somewhat as a joke, <laughs> but it's going to make you mad, Harlow, anyway, as soon as I say it. Whatever. Contact is the shining example of why I hate the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> and let me explain why. Again, I'm kind of saying that as a joke, but not really. In the 90s, people thought they could make movies and do anything they wanted to in terms of effects and imagination and making all that come together. And it was too soon. The, the, the technology wasn't there. And so when you go back to most movies in the 90s, the effects fucking suck. And they ruin it. All of a sudden, you're watching something that looks like it's in reality, and it turns into some sort of jelly bullshit. And it's just like, well, that's obviously not a real thing. Mm-hmm. They just learned how to do that. They I used know, it everywhere. But as soon as as soon as someone said, as soon as Jurassic Park came out, and they were like, "Oh my God, look at this!" Everyone said, "We can do that too," and no one was ready. No one had. Hell, Jurassic Park Two wasn't ready. No, it wasn't. Yeah, Lost World. The effects are worse yes. than the original Jurassic Park. Absolutely. Um, I I want to love Contact so much because the the core story of that movie is so good. Mm -hmm. Robert Zemeckis was the wrong person to direct that movie because there is a bunch of just sentimental bullshit in that. The music (laughs) is like one note off from Forrest Gump the entire time. It's just... It's such a lot, just a missed opportunity of something that could be really, really great. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, infuriating to, to me. me that- to me, there are too many ideas being thrown around at once. Yes, because and they have too many characters that have to convey each of those ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, like Matthew McConaughey, useless in that movie, really. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, he's only there to be like, I'm the one here who believes in God. Yeah, and then you got the whole crazy Busey thing because otherwise there's not that much conflict mm-hmm. in the beginning of it. You know, there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. I will say that is actually David Morse. That's not CG. I know. <laughs> yes. Right. But uh, no, I. That's one of those movies like I love, even despite my complaints about, you know, McConaughey and all that stuff. I do love pretty much everything up until she actually launches. Yeah. Like, I think that movie is actually pretty good. It's not great, but it's pretty good up until that point. And then it kind of loses its way a bit. And then obviously there's the complaint everyone has. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not even my takeaway complaint from that whole thing. It's, it's the insignificance of everything at the end. Yeah. Of how it's just like, there's going to be no proof of any of this deal with it mm-hmm. you know i yeah I, I mean it's and then they just hit you over the head with this like oh that thing you didn't believe in well i guess table got turned on you now huh now instead of science you're faith now aren't you mm-hmm. ha ha come the fuck on yeah i, mean, I do kind of wonder like like it made it did make me want to read the book yeah because i want to see how much of the whole faith versus science stuff was carl sagan and how much was them just 
their right. adaptation of it becoming that. Right. Because I suspect it was more their adaptation becoming more of that than the book was. But yeah, that's just my gut feeling, not knowing anything about the book yeah. itself. And, you know, I mean, like, uh, just one more thing about it. Like, James Woods in movies, like, he's always really good. He's always on. He seemed to kick it up a notch in this movie. Like, he believed he was this character. Like, this this really, like, this NSA guy who's mm-hmm. like, all of this is bullshit and the aliens will come and destroy us. And so I'm going to shut you up. He is so committed to just being the biggest asshole in this movie. It's almost scary. It's it's almost scary how mm. how much he nails that role of just the worst. Because like everything is like, oh, we build this thing and then they just march right in with their alien tanks and murder us all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great idea, Doctor. Science, man. You know, it's, yeah. he's so good at it, and it scares me that I think maybe there's a touch of him actually in that role, like he's just sort of playing himself because he's kind of a crazy guy. Um, but yeah, I just man, I wanted to love that movie. I still want to love that movie, and I can't. I can't do it. Sorry. It makes me mad. 90s. Meh. Yeah. And it has Billy Fickner in it. Yes, it does. Hey, <laughs> Billy Fickner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it has so many people in it. It's just yeah, constant it just it barrage of just like, of hey, look. So. Sigh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, so did you like it more than your 90s viewings? I mean, I'm a different person now. Like yeah. I, there was a lot of me back then where it was just like, you know, fuck this movie and everything about it. It's worthless, useless. It's, it's garbage. And I mean, it's obviously not, I mean, it's mm-hmm. got some value to it, but it's mostly the value of man. Someone should remake this. Yeah. Like this is one of those movies that needs to be remade one for the effects and two, because the story they're not telling it right. It could be told so much better. So give this to someone else. Yeah. Now, interestingly, like just read like I go and read the trivia and stuff like this. So like George Miller was going to direct this movie and was like dug in to this movie and he got the rights to the road warrior and beyond Thunderdome. Warner brothers gave him the rights to those movies to get him to leave the production. Really? Yeah. That's interesting to me that he was making this movie and they were like, no, you're wrong for this. And he was like, well, I'm not leaving. And they're like, all right, what it's, what's it going to take to get you to leave? (laughs) He was like, give me my movies back. And they're like, all right, fine. So wow. he owns the rights to those two movies because of Contact. And that's one of those. Uh, Contact is also one of those movies. Like it was one of the very first DVDs. Like a yep. lot of people had that. And I wonder how tied in like people's love of it is tied into like, yeah, well, I had this DVD. And I could show off the launch sequence on my new surround yeah, system. I can see that. Yeah. You know, I mean, there is I think there is some of that, you know, just like how a lot of people just love Twister. And it's like Twister's not good. guy. Like it's. It's yeah. cheesy good, but like there are people who like legitimately are like, no, Twister's awesome. Yeah. It's like, it's a fucking great action movie. And it's like, no, Twister kind of sh- is shit. We like it because it's terrible, but yeah. it's kind of shit. You know, yeah. but it, I, I wonder how many early movies like that are tied in. That's a good point. To people like having that DVD and being like, friends are over, I'm going to put this part on, you know, and they. Yeah, I probably think anyone who says that Sphere is a good movie is saying that for that reason, because it was one of the early yeah. <laughs> discs. See, I mean, I have a un, unabashed love for contact, and it's not it's not because of that at all. Um, no, and I yeah, and I mean, there, I'm sure a lot of people do genuinely love the movie because yeah. I mean, there are a lot of really solid, fun ideas, and it's not yeah. like it's a poorly made movie at all. Well, well, I, well, like I mean, 
I think it's mishandled, is what time, I think. Time has basically made me increasingly kind of hate Forrest Gump. Um, it's it's strange in, in a lot of ways, but um, like I, it's weird. I don't feel any of the, like the... I don't really have any of the issues with contact like I did with Forrest Gump. I do now with Forrest Gump. Hmm. Well, I mean, Forrest Gump had just the runaway craziness of public reaction to it to where you oh, can't help. It's not help. bad. It's just, I mean, like, you know, when... I, I think it was just... Zemeckis has a has a way of just roping you into movies, even despite if they're not. I mean, when you sometimes when you analyze some of those movies, they're not the best thing ever. But yeah. like, there he has that Spielbergian like gloss he can put on something. Where it's just like on initial viewing, it's just like fuck yeah, this like they don't make movies that look like this anymore. He had a special talent for a long time yeah. of you have to look at what he's doing because like that was. He was one of those guys where it was just like, oh, there's a new Zemeckis movie. Well, yeah. th- that guy makes good but movies. But I mean, I just there's a lot like, I don't know. I don't want to get on a whole anti-Forrest Gump thing. But I've just, I mean, I've I've re- heard, read, thought about and seen things about Forrest Gump. It's like when you really stop to think about it, it's like there's a whole lot wrong with that movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> it's, so I, I don't know. I just, yeah. yeah. But well, it's kind of like I sent Chuck an article today that was talking about Iceman and Top Gun mm-hmm. and how he was actually kind of right the whole time and Maverick was kind of a dick yep. and was wrong. Yep. And Iceman was kind of like the one who, <laughs> the way more responsible one and how like in the eighties, if you're, you were a responsible character, fuck you was basically what the movie was designed to say. Yeah. If you were the fun, loving, wisecracking guy who might have been kind of a fuck up for everything else, like you were still the hero mm-hmm. and the movie was, you know, like the, environmental guys in ghostbusters it's kind of like well they kind of got a point yeah you know but the movie treats them like no these guys are fucking pricks yeah you know and it's it's kind of that i think that same thing there where it's like you look back on forrest gump and it's like yeah jenny's kind of a piece of garbage that he needs to just stay away from oh absolutely and you know and well and and there's and there's the whole like you just let everybody else make decisions for you. Don't mm-hmm. decide for yourself. You know, I mean, there's that movie's weird. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's like there's there's a weird disconnect where it, it doesn't feel fair what Jenny's life becomes from like, you know, where she's first portrayed as a little girl to like suddenly it's like now she's a crack whore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like it, it feels unfair and it's like. There, you know, I, I don't know. Fuck. Well, I don't, I don't Jenny is a device. She's the yeah, passage of time personified. Basically, it's just like now I'm a hippie. Now that you know, I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah. Now there's that disease that I have. You know, I mean, it's like it's she is just there to tell us what time I, it I know. is. I know. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I. One last thing I'll say about contact and it's tied to your Forrest Gump thing is that it. it he was just in love with that technology of taking a famous person and just thrusting them into the movie and yeah the effects of that in Forrest Gump are terrible you would think three years later they would be a little bit better in contact nope man they they Clinton up that movie something fierce and it is bad I mean it is terrible it was weird like 96 through like 98 effects like stopped advancing almost like everybody's like this is good enough yeah there was a lot of good enough it's yeah. like hey, we're winning awards. It can't, obviously yeah. can't get any better. Yeah, and it wasn't until like <laughs> Matrix, and you're like, everyone's like, oh shit, okay, yeah, They're like you can actually do effects well. Yeah, how? Do, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, but th- but there was so much stuff like like you said, we're just like everybody's like, no, we can do it. Mm-hmm. No, we no, we can totally do this. Yeah, no one was, was told like, no. Yeah, 
guys with computers sold a bill of goods to everybody involved. Yeah, we can do it. We got a computer farm. Mm-hmm. Check this shit out. Look at all these servers. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. 90s. Are awesome. <laughs> 90s were rad. And you're an asshole if you say otherwise. Cool. Yeah. Remember when you could quit your job and have a new job the next day? Sure, yeah. The Jesus. 90s. This is the best time. Oh, man. Is that the greatest? Not like now where you're just like, yeah. I-, I can't quit this job. <laughs> there are no more jobs. Yep. Do you remember the tech boom? I do. Oh, man. Remember yeah. when there were the websites bubble. for everything, that like was... one product at a time? Yeah. Like if you just wanted to buy an umbrella, <laughs> you go umbrellas.com. You can go to umbrella or umbrellas. Yes. Or yeah. bumbershoot.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending on now that is completely different. You'd not go there now. Nope. Bumbershoot.co.uk. Yeah. Right. What about Penn Island? No. <laughs> Oh. I've been to Penn Island. PennIsland.com. You don't want to go there. I did time on Penn Island. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> do we want to do emails? Yes, please. Yeah. Let's go to the Pen15 <laughs> Club uh, email corner. Mm-hmm. All right. First one up is from Jay from California, who says, uh, Night Vision Double Feature. Hey, Banffcast crew, Jay from California here, and I thought you should know there are two completely different movies named Night Vision on VHS. All right. One is the film you're recommended, and I grabbed the last VHS copy of off of Amazon. The other Night Vision is a cop drama starring Fred the Hammer Williamson and Cynthia Rothrock that's still available, and from all the reviews, it sounds right up your alley with terrible one-liners, cop movie tropes, and a possible Stargrove-worthy theme song. I also ordered this Night Vision, which is much cheaper and more common. (laughs) Hopefully you'll consider the Rothrock Williamson night vision for review. And if you need to borrow the other night vision, let me know. I'll hook you up. Crash and burn Jay out sent from my super NES possessed by the ghost of Cynthia Rothrock's career. Oh yeah. Night vision that I already kind of like that night vision a little better, but sure. Man, speaking of early DVDs, this was like one of the initial batch that I had night vision 1997. Yeah. Night vision, night vision. He didn't. He didn't direct it. So, oh, it, we can put it, we can put it on the list. Um, it's got Robert Forster in it too. So, hmm. yeah, Night Vision. Night Vision. It was a DVD I had for fifteen years and then never opened. <laughs> so, I hate Night those. Vision. Yeah, <laughs> that went on. That's going on the Blu-ray release. Yeah, it's a DVD I had for fifteen years. Chuck Dowling. I didn't Night open Vision. this for fifteen years. Night, Night Vision. Vision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, other one is from John Oddity, who says a private eye whale is called a nar. Wow, fuck that burns. Good. Get it, noir mm-hmm. wall. Yeah, get it. I get it. it says Halo Banffcasters. Halo. A recommendation. Sorry. I present to you the jury. I the jury from 1982. <laughs> it's pulp noir at its 80s B movie best. The badass Armand DeSante plays the iconic P.I. Mike the Hammer Hammer. We've had two hammers already. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Taking on a case that turns into vengeance for expressions (laughs) of freedom. A damn great explosion. Dialogue that hits like a bullet and sexy dames who are twice as deadly. Downside. It runs an hour and 51 and change. Hmm. I know. I know. But this cult gem never drags. It's from the director of Future World. Come on. I'll put a link up. And listen to its sweet theme song, which he sends us a YouTube link of its sweet theme song. Mm-hmm. It says, also see A Walk Among the Tombstones with Liam Neeson. It's written and directed by Scott Frank, the writer of Out of Sight. Maggie, 
John Oddity out so for my Sony Samsung droid sticky note tap to a monkey. Shockma. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd heard very good things about Walk Amongst the Tombstones, and Scott Frank generally tends to deliver pretty well. Hmm. Yeah. Like, whether it's adaptations or original uh, screenplays, guy's good. Yeah. Uh, and- it, it's written by the director of Q. Larry Cohen. So. Q. Yeah, Q. Skiddly bop. <laughs> Can I help you? I just was wondering what it was. I want to hear the sweet theme song. During the show? Maybe. <laughs> Are we going to get copyright flagged if you listen to it? I don't know. We can send you the link. It's in our email. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll check that out. Sample it a bit. See if maybe we can do a weekend sleepover edition. Yeah. We Watch just a two-hour movie. Yeah, we haven't done any Armand Asante, have we? Ah. Uh... God, I want to say he was in something. It sounds really dumb, but I, I always confuse him with Udo Kier, and I cannot explain why my brain works that way. That is sort of a weird comparison. <laughs> it is really weird, I know. Yeah. But every once in a while, it's like, was that Udo Kier or Amon Asante in there? It's like Malcolm McDowell and Terrence Stamp. I should not confuse the two of them, but I do anyway, because my brain no work good. I mean, Terrence Stamp. <laughs> I love Terrence Stamp. No, Terrence you're talking Tam. about Don Cheadle. Oh, Sorry. Just a war machine. Yeah, Armand Asante is is now battling Eric Roberts for who can make the most bullshit each year. Because I mean, he has like a hundred 2015 in in production movies. Yeah, it's a ama- I mean, so we're gonna get to him at some point. Do you think it would be terrible or awesome to be his agent? I, I think you're it, always gonna have work. Yeah, but chances are you're gonna be doing a lot of work. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds kind of terrible. All of the bullshit. I mean, would you rather in. give him like you know fifty four thousand dollar jobs or one four million dollar job? Yeah, you know. I think the agent that handles that kind of guy wants guys that work. Yes, yeah. guys that work give him a steady paycheck. Yeah. I mean, who knows? He might have enough cred where it's just like you know people like hey you know are actually calling up his agent like yeah I don't know we have a thing. Use Armando Sante is like I don't know a bad guy or something probably, and I mean I don't know like where Armando Sante like I don't know if he went down the Tom Berenger path or or what the deal was because I mean he was in like huge movie after huge movie and then that just kind of stopped mm-hmm. and then everything he did was after that was like TV and garbage but um man if you've not seen Fatal Instinct which is kind of a spoof movie of obviously like Basic Instinct and a bunch of stuff that movie is one of like the unsung great spoof movies that's not a zucker abram zucker movie mm-hmm. like it's one of the ones that gets it really yeah okay yeah it's it, it's one of those where just you're you're constantly surprised by gags hitting, hitting you in the face like i was not expecting that oh man that one was good too so huh. i just always champion that movie whenever i can all right so, all right check that out yeah it's good it's got Sherilyn Fenn in it all right i remember her yeah she was in <laughs> twin peaks she was she was from the 90s, Chuck. Yes, she was. was good, she was one of the good things, things from the, in 90s. the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I did so enjoy Sherilyn Fenn in the 90s. So. I'm sure she enjoyed you too, Chuck. Obviously. We need to get contact information so we can go. Do yeah. you? Do I think you? We, I think we do. Please. Okay. Uh, BMFcast.com is the website. Email address is bmf at bmfcast.com. And the phone number to leave us a message on the Garfield phone. Um, we need to hear from you. But keep it short or we'll kill you like we did to Mackie. 
uh, 9105-DOCS-BMF or 9105569263. The great thing about being killed like Mackie is that you just disappear for a week and then you come back. It's a comic book death. Right. Sort of. Only way funnier. <laughs> More comical, if you will. Yes. All right. Can we go? All right, let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Bye.